As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to the Earth Keepers podcast. This week, we're diving deep into some more esoteric topics that I've actually never shared about on my blog or the podcast before. Because while I spend a lot of time working directly with the different spirits and energies present on the land itself, sometimes you have to zoom way out to have more context about the greater landscape and understand how things function on a multidimensional level. And let me tell you what. Every time I start asking the bigger questions, the hows and the whys, I'm taken another level deeper in my understanding and inevitably also brought back to the exact same place time and again. Because it's all connected. We're all connected. So what are we going to talk about today? The Earth's Living Library and the Golden Solar Discs. We get into topics like these in the Earth Tenders Academy and explore them on a deeper level. But if this information is totally new to you, don't worry about trying to understand it all in this moment. It's taken me years to put these pieces together, and I'm constantly learning new bits and pieces. It takes time to integrate into your body and then into your consciousness. So just let this information wash over you knowing that there are many multidimensional versions of you who already know how this all works. You listening to this podcast episode is a little breadcrumb on your journey to help you remember. Now, as much as my work focuses on the earth itself, we're going to get a little galactic today. And we have to remember that while we're experiencing this very grounded experience on our planet, it is still that, a planet. The Earth is galactic too. We're all out here in space with all the other planets, the Sun, the Milky Way, and literally all that is. So it's helpful to put the Earth in that perspective when talking about these cosmic topics. So let's dive in. First of all, what the heck is the Living Library? I was first introduced to this term a number of years ago when reading Barbara Marciniak's book, Earth. Pleiadian Keys to the Living Library. In the book, she channels a group of extra-dimensional beings from the Pleiades star cluster. In our understanding of linear time, we would say that these Pleiadians are from the future, but they're really just from another timeline existing at the same time as we are. The Pleiadians have a vested interest in assisting humanity at this time in our collective ascension and evolution, so they're very active on Earth. At some point in the very, very distant past, and I'll use linear time here to make it a bit easier to follow, a variety of different races of star beings created living libraries in locations all over the universe. 
these libraries are not in physical locations per se. They are multidimensional frequencies. Think about them like the Akashic Records. They exist outside space and time and hold light codes that will help us restore ourselves to our true cosmic nature. Now, when everything in the universe is functioning perfectly, one civilization can exchange information, codes, and frequencies with others. The Pleiadians say it's like a potluck dinner, a collective of civilizations harmoniously working together, each generously contributed their own knowledge and energy to create these living libraries, then selected locations around the universe for them to be stored. The information would be available for anyone who wanted access for the benefit of the expansion of the universe, exactly the same way we understand libraries to work. This wealth of knowledge was pooled and then distributed throughout the earth into every living thing. Each and every rock, plant, animal, insect, and bit of soil and sand hold the frequency of the living library here on our planet. We humans, the stewards of the earth, are the library card. The knowledge, light codes, and frequencies that were collectively placed on earth cannot be accessed by other beings without the assistance of a human being. We are the keys that open the lock. That being said, Earth's living library has been locked away from much of the rest of the universe for thousands of years. And I have to sidetrack a bit to explain that. Because this planet was hijacked hundreds of thousands of years ago by energies who wanted to control this prime piece of real estate in the galaxy. And since one of the laws in play here on Earth is that we all have our own free will, these energies use those rules for their own benefit, ultimately creating the idea of duality, or light and dark. At that time, human DNA was rearranged to only have two strands instead of our original 12. So we could only function within a certain frequency band. Then a kind of frequency fence was placed around the planet to hold everything in place. This fence made it very difficult for the frequencies of light, or information, to penetrate the earth plane. And even if they did, there was nobody here to receive those codes. The human DNA had been unplugged. There was no way to anchor the information into the planet. And I know, we're really getting out there now, so just let the information flow through you if it feels a little overwhelming. Okay now, over time, there have been events on Earth that have triggered our DNA to begin reactivating. On a basic level, this is the ascension process. Our DNA is being activated to function as it was originally intended so that it can send and receive information to and from the rest of the universe. Over the past 50-ish years, many more lightworkers and starseeds have begun to incarnate here on Earth to help anchor this light. We're here kind of like disguised human beings to receive and anchor these light codes being sent to Earth and alter the frequencies here. As the frequency changes, the fence has been slowly dissolving, and through our collective ascension, we will again have access to our original divine blueprint. Okay, so now we can go back to the living library because... As this fence dissolves, it's not just us humans who have more access to information. 
Everyone else in the universe can now access important knowledge that's been locked away for eons. Other civilizations are in need of these codes for their own survival and advancement. Our planet isn't the only one that's been out of balance, and many energies are waiting and watching our progress here, hoping to work with us and receive access to the frequencies that have been inaccessible for so long. And here's the twist. Many of these energies are just other versions of us. Yep, Earth isn't the only place we live. From a soul level, our energy is much more vast than can be contained in one human body in one moment in time. We exist in many places and times simultaneously. And 2020 is when many of us have been meeting these other versions of ourselves, the other lightworkers on other planets. It's suddenly become clear that our spirit guides are actually much more than we'd realized. And they need to work together with us to access the wisdom held here on Earth. They can come in, look around, and see what there is to see here. But if they want to check a book out of the library, they need a library card. A human. In order to do that, they need to merge with our energy to unlock the living library. And ideally, you're not going to just merge with any energy hanging around. It's going to be an energy you're familiar with and trust. Most likely, that will be another piece of your own soul. And for an energy to merge with you, they need to be able to match your frequency. And this merging takes place on the frequency of love. As these energetic partnerships are formed, the living library is unlocked a piece at a time, creating new energetic grids that information can travel within and a completely new system of existence. What we've been calling the new earth. These grids broadcast to the rest of the universe that earth is again open for business. All right, are you still with me so far? Good, because all you need to know is that the living library isn't a place or a thing. It's a frequency that can be accessed with your own frequency, but not just any frequency. Any energy vibrating at the frequency of fear and chaos won't be able to access the living library. It can only be unlocked with love. The more you can vibrate on the frequency of love, the more information in the library you and any other multidimensional versions of yourself will have access to. Now, we're going to go another level deeper to talk about where the codes in the living library originate from, the golden solar disks. These disks are also multidimensional frequencies holding the codes in the libraries at the level of the greater central sun. That's sometimes referred to as the galactic center. The codes originate there, are beamed through our sun, and then down to Earth. As we progress through our ascension process and are vibrating at higher levels of light, we make it possible for these light codes to be grounded into this plane through our physical bodies. The golden disks hold the coding of the living library, and our human bodies are the keys to unlock the library. So each of us also has a solar disk vibrating within us. The purpose of the disks is to vibrate divine love, helping to awaken humanity one person at a time through our own heart centers. They're working on each of us to transmute fear and duality consciousness as we anchor our light bodies into our physical body through the ascension process. 
And let me tell you about my experience with these golden discs this year. Back in January, I held a month-long practicum for Earth Tenders Academy students who wanted to get more practice with property readings. On our final week together, my guides asked me to lead everyone on a journey to the red portal on the land here. When we compared notes afterwards, everyone had experienced transformational experiences. But one person said she was shown a golden disc floating in the portal and was asked to return on the full moon to work with it. She did that and shared with me her experience afterwards. She'd seen me and many others from the Art Tenders Academy there in the portal with her and had received an intense activation. When the ceremony was complete, she was asked to energetically pass the disc on to another earth tender. He tuned into the energy and received the message that his wife, also in the Earth Tenders Academy, needed to join him for the work. By the way, this is what I mean when I say that the Earth Tenders Academy is helping us reconnect with our soul family to do the work we agreed to do here in this lifetime. Projects like this pop up between us all the time to work together on. Clearly, we pre-planned this prior to our incarnation here. Anyhow, he and his wife journeyed to connect with the golden disc back in the red portal and could see all of the codes that it was both sharing and receiving. They were guided to take the disc to another location where they also received an activation with it and were re- told to return two days later. When they returned, they assisted in grounding more codes into the earth and could see it radiate out into the grids. They were told that this work was helping to balance the divine masculine and feminine, which makes perfect sense because That is how our original blueprint was created to function. Ultimately, they were instructed to return the disc to the land here where I live, this time leaving it in the yellow portal for me to work with. A day or so later, I tuned into the energy and could see the disc floating there in the portal. I was told that I needed to physically go to a very sacred site here in northwest Montana called Kootenai Falls to work with this disc. This was all happening right as the stay-at-home orders were going into effect in March. And the falls are a two-hour drive away, so I made plans to go straight there and back. But the entire drive felt very eerie as I ventured further and further from home and from cell service and wasn't seeing another car on the road for long stretches of my drive. When I arrived at my destination, I made the short trek from the parking lot to the falls and paused to ask permission to be there and share an offering. The spirits there always ask that I am in deep reverence when visiting this location. After receiving permission, I walked down closer to the water, sat on the stones, and played my singing bowl. I then energetically placed the disc in a spot I perceived to be a portal above the falls. I sat quietly with my eyes closed, witnessing the disc begin to slowly spin, and then speed up faster and faster until it was spinning at warp speed. Although it had been a sunny blue sky day, it suddenly felt like it was lightly raining. I kept my eyes closed and kept focusing on the disc, but now I was getting very wet, so I opened my eyes and realized I was suddenly in the middle of a swirling snowstorm happening just in this spot. I could see to the other side of the falls and it was clear. But right here, the snow was swirling fast in a big circle, just like the disc was. After a few minutes, I was told that my work there was done, and I was to leave the disc to exchange information with this place and just energetically check in on it in a few days. 
As I climbed off the rocks and back onto the trail, the snow stopped as quickly as it had started and the sun began to shine again. I walked back to my car and began the two-hour drive back home. Just as I turned on my road in front of the house, I suddenly felt my right ear get very hot and then my cheek, my chest, and my entire arm. I was on fire. I came in the house and went straight to the mirror to see if it was all happening on the inside of my body or if you could actually see the energy flowing. And oh yeah, it was clear. I was receiving an activation of my own with the disc. For hours, the right side of my body was burning hot until suddenly the energy crossed over and was flowing on the left side. Then it moved down my body little by little until it went out my feet and into the earth just before bedtime that night. A few days later, I checked in on the disc and it was just hovering in the air, no longer spinning. I was told that the work there was complete and I could move it back to the red portal, which I did. As I was checking in with my guides and asking to understand more about the function of this disc, they sent me back to the book Earth. I went and picked it up off my bookshelf, not even sure what I was looking for, and it flopped right open to the pages about the living library and how lightworkers are acting as tour guides to unlock the library. Aha, it was all starting to make sense. This disc, where the codes from the library originate, was making a tour of its own to sacred sites, both downloading new information to the grid that hasn't been available on Earth, and uploading codes that have been trapped here to make them available elsewhere. And the four of us who'd been working on it were acting as cosmic tour guides, or rather, keys to unlock the codes. In doing this work, we also had the disks within us activated. The energy in these disks opens the energy through us, then flows through the Earth's crystalline grid, opening the electromagnetic frequency of harmony. When this energy is flowing, fear cannot be sustained on Earth. But the power to get this energy flowing again isn't somewhere outside of us. It's all within us. We hold the codes. We are the keys. And we don't have to do anything other than just be incarnated here on Earth, vibrating the frequency of love. So sometimes, when the weight of being human can feel extra heavy, I'd love to remind myself about what it is we're really doing, helping restore balance on this planet through love. So I'm sending love to each and every one of you listening to this episode, wherever in space and time you receive it. And I hope you can pass it along today to someone else who needs it. And if you're feeling called to join us in the Earth Tenders Academy, not just to learn, but also experience and practice doing this work with your soul family here on Earth, and all those other lightworker versions of yourself, I would love to have you join me. If you've been thinking about it, now is the perfect time to join. Because through the end of November, I'm offering 20% off the price of the course. I also have some other fun surprises planned this month for everyone who's already in the Earth Tenders Academy. I'm not going to spill the beans quite yet, but let's just say if you've been thinking I wish I knew how to find the magic that's hidden in a special place I like to visit. You're going to want in on this. I'll be showing you how I find and work with places in nature to unlock the codes hidden beneath the surface. I'm also adding an additional live call to the Earth Tenders Academy every month starting this month. 
One call will be dedicated to doing a property reading together, and the second one will be office hours. You can pop in to ask me a question or just come hang out and chat about your experiences with other people who get it. So yeah, now's the time to join. 20% off, two live calls every month, and something fun coming soon for working with sacred places. I can't wait to welcome you and walk with you on this journey. The link to learn more and join is in the show notes, or you can go to workwithme.followinghawks.com. That's it for this week, but I'll see you here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.